And we're back with another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. And back with me uh, is Greg Sims. He's our... uh, Greg, I know you're the safe house coordinator, coordinator shelter manager, shelter manager, shelter coordinator. There's yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to call. Well, uh, well, Greg's been on the on the podcast before, but today we're going to talk about something that's a, a little different. This is, uh, I guess, uh, Greg. You can kind of call this your side hustle, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Uh, but it is very important, and, and it is beneficial to our community. And so we are going to talk about this today uh we're going to be talking about thanksgiving in the park uh which is something that greg has done for a while every year uh here in lufkin and so we're going to talk about that and uh greg i guess first of all let's get all the the nitty-gritty details out of the way when is thanksgiving in the park and where is it going to be it is actually on thanksgiving day it's from 11 to 1 at kiwanis pavilion uh there beside the bathrooms um and i do like ask the volunteers that come out to help get there an hour an hour and a half early to so we can kind of get everything set up and coordinated. Okay, before. so it is going to be at Kiwanis Park yes. on Thanksgiving Day this year from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Uh, so, Greg, uh, first of all, come on, go back and uh, kind of explore the history of this a little bit. When did you start uh, Thanksgiving in the uh, park? This is actually the fifth year anniversary, so about five years ago, and it kind of came about... Um, I was doing a project with Impact Lufkin. We did a documentary over Impact Lufkin, North Lufkin area, and part of that involved Betty Kennedy, if you're familiar with her. And during the interview with her family, um, they were talking about how she gave out these food boxes for Thanksgiving, and one of the daughters was asking, like, you know, who's going to do that now that she's gone, which even right then it didn't really click into place and then there was one evening I was sitting around with a buddy of mine Jason Selman and he lived right around the corner from Kiwanis at that time and he was talking about how on Thanksgiving you know he makes this big meal for his family and by the time they get there they've been to like five other family members and he's kind of last on the stop so um but they come in, they're not really that hungry, so he has like a ton of leftovers. So he kind of threw this idea out there about him taking the leftovers down to Qantas because we had a large homeless population right in that area and just kind of laying things out where they could have a Thanksgiving meal. Well, and I just kind of wanted to expand on that idea and just make it kind of a community project of, people donating these things and actually serving a meal out there on yeah. Thanksgiving. So Okay. Well, what does it take to uh, pull something like this off? Now, I kind of, the only insight that I know is uh, working with you, you start talking about this in oh, the I summer, talk about it probably. Yeah, to the... Uh, but when you kind of put the word out, you know, you're looking for turkeys and, and things like that. You've already been putting the word out for that. Now, we're recording this in the middle of October. And so um just kind of shows you how early you prepare for it. But what 
what does it take to pull? It's not just like, hey, let's cook a bunch of food and go out there. Um, it's more it, than that. Yeah, it actually, we start preparing for the next year, the day after, you know, Thanksgiving. We've already kind of lined out, like, what went right with this one, what went wrong. We're trying to correct it, trying to make it even better for next year. So it's an all-year-long process, but as far as, like, really getting it going, usually in late August, early September, I start putting out posts on social media mm-hmm. and kind of just start reminding people that this is coming up soon and kind of get, like, an initial idea of how many people, you know, are going to be interested in helping, either donating or coming out to serve food. So I just kind of try to put it in people's brains early on And then every so often I'll kind of update that or send out posts if there's something that, you know, we haven't gotten yet or we we don't have enough donations Mm -hmm. for it. Then I repost that to try to kind of, you know, spice that up a little bit, get it moving. So Right. Uh, When you ask for volunteers, uh, about how many folks are you looking for? About how many people does this take? And I guess volunteers and the people who are organizing it, like yourself— um, how many people does it take to pull something like this I'd off? never turn a volunteer away. I always try to find something for somebody to do, even if it's just, a, even if I have mm-hmm. to kind of swap people in and out. Because for the past five years, this has been such a meaningful experience to me, and I want other people to kind of feel like they're a part of that. That's why I make sure that everybody that comes out is involved in something, you know, Um even if, whether it's swapping out on the food line or if it's like going around to see if anybody needs drinks or, mm-hmm. you know, I try to get every single person that comes out to volunteer doing something. So they feel a part of this. Sure. Because it, it's not my, it's a community event. And without the community uh, involved, then, it, you know, it just doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. So I guess ideally what would be a good workforce for you to have a number of people how many people do you usually have that show up to help out it's been different every year like i said i just post out there and whoever wants to come now uh like i said it's kind of varied but i would say usually i'd probably need between 10 and 20 people at the very minimum right just to kind of keep everything organized and you know kind of keep everything flowing smoothly Last year was a difficult year for everyone uh, with with the pandemic, and, and it still is. Uh, d- did that affect this project at all last year? Um, Volunteer-wise, it had the exact opposite effect. Volunteers came out, and I was so thankful. I mean, you know, it brought a tear to my eye just to see all the people yeah. that came out to be a part of this. Uh, as far as the number of people served, um, that came out, it was a little lower. I mean, it was, we still had a good turnout, but I think that was also because there was a couple of other agencies that were offering up things Mm -hmm. that I wasn't really expecting to. And, um, you know, and that happens, it's not how they get the meal. It's the fact that they do get the meal. So, uh, is there a particular target, population that you're trying to reach i know you mentioned about the homeless and that's probably what you're what inspired this and what really kicked it off but is this just for the homeless or no, can anybody no, it's come not. out and as 
things went about, I started talking to people, and there were elderly that didn't have family here, that didn't have a place to go. There were people that just moved into town, had nowhere. So it kind of morphed into this thing where anybody that doesn't have a place to go on Thanksgiving, because it's not just about the meal, it's the you know, the fellowship, coming out there and you're surrounded by people that on a mm-hmm. holiday and everybody's happy sure. and eating. And so it became more about, you know, anybody that doesn't have somewhere else where they they can go to on that day can come be a part of us. And I really have, last year I had a, um, no, I'm sorry, it was two years ago. Uh, KTRE usually comes out and, uh, does a story on us. Well, two years ago, they had a lady that just started. She just moved into town, and this was her first story. And she came out there, and she just, because she had nowhere to go on Thanksgiving either, and she was telling me, like, this was like God sent because not only, you know, did I get to mm-hmm. do this story, but I felt like I had somewhere to go on Thanksgiving, and it just, it was a really touching thing to to not only, you know, have somebody that's doing that story, but also be affected by it personally. So yeah. I just thought that was a really fantastic <laughs> It is. Thing. That's awesome. Okay, so I asked you uh, a few minutes ago about how many people you usually have to turn out to help. What about, what is the size of a group that usually comes out to just enjoy the food and to and to take part in this? And it, because it's kind of a come and go type event, and yeah. people are and the people come back and get seconds, and so we've just kind of been measuring it by the amount of plates that we served and everything. And sometimes that can be anywhere between seventy five to we've had like one hundred and fifty or so served. That's awesome. So yeah, it just it kind of varies year to year. So I don't. That's another one of those. Just don't yeah. have a certain number that comes out, right? But, we do try to put it out, um, the flyers and everything out places where... Well, and that's what I was about to ask you. How do you, you know, you talked about social media to get out the word for volunteer help, but how do you promote it within the community? Because, you know, obviously a lot of folks that probably really need this may not have access, access to social to that, media. Right. Um, I do flyers, plus we go through like some of the places like ADAC, we, we try to distribute some to places like god tell okay. we try to put those in the areas where people will be coming through that you know yeah. would see them where if they needed this right they would have access to know it was there okay um so you're still looking for volunteers to help out and um I guess if someone wants to volunteer or if they have or if they want to make a donation, how do they get a hold of you or who do they get a hold of? Okay. And I will say as far as the donation, I do ask for just food donations. I'm okay. I'm not a non I don't want to deal with You don't want to get into all of that, right? Yeah, cuz things can turn ugly and someone can make accusations that you've done something, you know, untoward with the money. Yeah. Whereas if it's a food donation, just food. I want your food what about your time, some, Okay, so. what about something like plates, paper plates, utensils, no, stuff that, like that? and that's Is fine. That cool? Those things can be donated too okay. and uh they can contact me at 936 Two one nine three four two one, 
or at 936-229-0273. And people can contact me on that anytime, either call or text, and just make me aware um, that they're wanting to participate. And there, there are still a few things like turkey donations usually are like one of the first things that are offered out there. And I've gotten a couple so far this year, but not as many as I usually do, turkeys or hams. Like everybody's offering up side mm-hmm. dishes, which is fantastic. Like I said, <laughs> I'm I'm not knocking any of that. Well, sometimes on Thanksgiving, I've been known just to make my meal out of yeah. out of all the carbs. Yeah, out of all the side <laughs> stuff. Um, and we did. We had a lady that contacted me the other day that uh, owned a or was co-owner of a cupcake shop here, and she just offered up twelve dozen. Uh, cupcakes for oh, the event nice. in all different flavors and i really that was you know that was so fantastic and yeah so above and beyond that i truly appreciate it that's what i'm saying without the community and different agencies and the people to help none of this would ever happen so yeah uh okay so one more time uh, this is uh, Thanksgiving in the park. It's going to be here in Lufkin at Kiwanis Park. Mm-hmm. And that'll be Thanksgiving Day from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, you can contact Greg if you want to help out in any way or just come by if you want to uh, have some fellowship with some of your friends in Lufkin. Absolutely. Uh, you can do that as well. So, again, if you want to volunteer, uh, I'll give those numbers out again that Greg just said. You can call Greg at 936-219-3421. Or 936-229-0273. Yes. I couldn't recognize my two from my seven in my <laughs> in my chicken scratch that I did. But you can contact Greg and, um, and if you want to help out. Uh, Greg, thanks a lot. I hope this does really well. I know this is something that's very near and dear to your heart. You're always talking about this and trying to promote it any way you can. Yes. And uh, I hope everything goes well for you this year. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and if you have any questions uh, or if you have um, any need for the agency, for the Family Crisis Center, if you feel like you need our services, again, our toll-free 24-hour-a-day hotline is 1-800-828-7233. That's 1-800-828-7233. And be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can do that via Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the podcast service of your choice. And remember, as always, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else.